You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. And someone I'm lower on than I think everyone else this week was Alexander Madison. I moved him all the way down to 31. You guys have have him around a low-end RB2 this week. Uh, Even with the tough matchup, um, he has a good matchup this week against Green Bay, right? But after what we saw on Monday night with KM Akers, more involved than ever, not something that, you know, I want to see, you know, despite Madison seemingly playing well before he pretty much got pulled for Akers. It was weird. Um, Maybe it was because of the short week. Um, and they, they want the running backs like the touches to be distributed a little bit so like he doesn't have as much of a too much on his workload I guess um, but like I don't know you ha- you like him as a low end RB2 this week yeah and that's what I've liked him as pretty much this whole season obviously the efficiency hasn't been there but I'm still seeing the workload it wasn't like Alexander Madison got this low workload and suddenly Cam Akers got this huge workload and they who's being out touched out snapped that kind of thing like, no Alexander Madison it's just the run game wasn't there last week against the 49ers, which I thought they would have to rely on a little bit more. But it's Kirk Cousins throwing the ball last week. So I'm not worried about that performance. I don't want to just buy into that because before that, he's been a solid low-end RB2 the rest of the season. And in a good matchup, I think you look against the Packers, it's going to be a pretty close game. The Packers haven't been as good. The, the Vikings are on like an upswing right now. The offense has looked better. I think that you look at what you have with Alexander Madison, they don't have that big target earner in, in the passing game in Justin Jefferson still yet. That's forcing their lean on the run game a little bit more. It's actually added a little bit of security to Alexander Madison. So I'm okay with Alexander Madison here. I'm not picking him here as some ceiling play, but I think that he has a really nice floor for you and that this is where it's going to settle right here in the low end RB2 range. And that's where I project him to finish, continue to finish the rest of the season. In a good matchup, he also has a little bit of upside. So I think this might even be a little bit conservative, just as long as we don't see Cam Akers suddenly double down on that workload they got last week. And I don't want to bet on Cam Akers doing that until we see that for an extended period of time. My, my concern was last week, in week six, Alexander Madison, 78% of snaps, 82% of the rushing attempts. In week seven, 55% of snaps, 38% of the rushing attempts. And he was healthy. That's super concerning. Right. So that's why I'm going to have, you know, a lot, you know, I'm going to have him down there, man, the rankings, because on top of that, even when he was the guy, he wasn't doing anything for you. You know, he was giving you low end RB2 numbers. He had the floor, but he yeah. wasn't giving you any sort of ceiling. So now if he's going to have a reduced workload, I'm a, I'm a little bit worried here. So I, I do have him ranked low, even though this is a good matchup. Um, But, you know, it's tough, man. If you're going to be inefficient, Right. If you're not going to really, really come through, he's had good matchups already this year, mm-hmm. and he hasn't really come through big time. And now, if there's a potential for Cam Akers to take some work out of here, like he did on Monday night, uh, I- I'm just a little bit concerned for Madison moving forward. Yeah, that makes sense for, for for me, Madison. Like you, you talk about him not coming through big time, we kind of kind of left that in 2022 and before. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't been. He we wanted him to be that big time player this year. They said that he would be the full-time running back, you know, the lead running back. He's been a floor play this whole season. I, I don't see a problem with ranking a floor play running back as a low-end RB2 for his floor. I, I, think, I think that's fine there. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because his role his role might have changed. It might have changed. Like I said, have you seen enough from Cam Akers to say that he's definitely going to be continuing to do that moving forward? No, but I've seen – I saw the game Monday night, and the fact that Akers was 
more involved than he ever was. And if Madison's listen, man, if Madison's rushing share goes below forty percent, I'm gonna have a really, really hard time starting him the week after. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like that that is like the point where I'm just like, um, can I start him this week? Like, I don't know. You know, it gets a yeah. little bit I hear you. I get a little worried there. Um, I just think that the backfield is a little shaky right now. To be, it was already shaky to begin with, even with Madison getting all the work. Uh, and right. now I'm just like, um, that was weird on Monday night. What happened there? Because he wasn't hurt or anything. He just ended up not getting as much work as he normally does. We'll see. We'll see if it bounces back. The thing that, you know, the reason why this, this isn't like a very, very good running back and an efficient running back getting work taken away. Then I wouldn't really be concerned. But if there's an inefficient running back getting work taken away, then I get concerned. So that's 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 kind of my my angle here. I hear if that makes yep. sense. 